welcome to this new episode, The Separate Spheres of the Victorian Age. Today, we have with us Mansi Dhumal, who would like to talk about the women in the Victorian era. So, Mansi, what are the gender roles of the Victorian England like? So, basically, the gender roles concerning the 19th century England were quite fixed and rigid and conveniently excluded women, making men the ideal sex who would be the breadwinner for the family to meet the expectations of the society. Both the sexes mutually agreed to this form of life, which is seen as the ideal form and was to be strictly adhered to. The Victorian England sharply defined the roles of men and women than ever before. The two separate sexes were only seen as coming together at breakfast and again at dinner as men worked and women took over the domestic responsibility. Women were then naturally considered the weaker sex and only morally superior to men. The queen herself was so furious with the wicked folly of women's rights that she even mentioned the court created men and women different, then let them remain each in their own position. Wow, that it's so surprising like how the queen also promoted such thoughts. Anyway, moving on. What was the status of women in the Victorian society and how was it different from that of men? So basically the status of women in the Victorian era was seen as an illustration of striking inequalities between men and women in comparison to the kind of power that the United Kingdom held over the world. Women were forbidden to own any property or even to vote or sue, making them puppets in the hands of the men around them. Even the middle class of this era often regarded women as inferior to men, belonging only to the domestic sphere, providing their husbands with food or raising the kids and making amends all their life. They would lose ownership over their wages, physical property, and even other cash that was generated once they were married. Marriage in the Victorian era was often seen as this social contract that allowed men to have complete control over women and even on their bodies for that matter. May it be single or married women, they were to adhere strictly to the norms of the society and face all the disadvantages and hardships that came along their way. That is so sad. I mean, I can already imagine how suffocated the women would have uh, felt during that time. Exactly. In fact, even uh, with compelled to endure the infidelities of their husbands if they had no right to divorce their husband on these grounds. Oh, okay. So, uh, do you know, do you have anything to say about the cultural taboos surrounding the female body in the Victorian society? Yeah, so basically, uh, Victorian women were supposed to be, uh, or supposed to have this shaped or refined and modest image. The topics related to it was, or the anatomy were not to be cut openly. Women were even expected to have intercourse with only one male partner, that is her husband. However, men could have many partners in their life, while their wives remain being loyal to their husbands, as divorce was just not an option. If women had any problems with other men, they were seen as weak or even fallen. And to discourage this NAP marital relation, the government even came up with law that stated that women would bear the financial responsibilities for out of ready pregnancies that they have. Right now I'm feeling as if women were just used uh, to bear children and to like manage the household and there was no other purpose for them. That was exactly what their role was during that time. They were just supposed to be 
these uh, puppets or objects for sleeping men and nothing more. Okay. So, uh, what about the differences between the physical activities of men and women? So, basically, for the long period, it was believed that uh, physical activity was dangerous for women, even okay. And uh, according to the Victorian society, women were supposed to maintain this delicate image for the purpose of childbearing in future. So, the physiological differences between these were furthered by these inequalities. However, there were these various girls' magazines that encouraged women to take part in uh, sports and other activities. But nevertheless, cultural convention continues to prevail. Uh, it's actually quite ironical how at this point, at this time of industrialization, women were also, uh, some women were also roped in into the small scale industries. And yes. Yeah, so uh, how did men represent women in art and literature of that age? Uh, basically, education and subordination of women wasn't something new. So, male writers often portrayed their female writers or rather put them into clear binaries. So, they were women of class who followed the norms of society, but if them pure, or they were the ones who were act as women and ended up having a tragic or disastrous. Even the art of the Victorian age depicted women as these objects to be used for gratifying the pleasures of men or exploited and abused by them. Oh, wow, that's that just like, I've just been like bombarded with information about how women were treated and it was like ruthless to be honest. So, uh, really? anyway, so uh, thank you so much uh, for this enlightening talk and very informative talk about uh, how women were actually treated and how such thoughts have actually evolved since uh, the Victorian age, nearly like two centuries later. Uh, there is little, uh, there is a lot of difference, but still there are women still fighting still for equality. Yeah, we still have to maintain this image in front of the society, have to have this ideal image to show the society or else you're outcast. So it's pretty much just a little two changes here and there, but it's still Yes, thank you so much, Mansi. Thank you.